Change is coming today. <laughs> Starts today. You're going to change today. God can be a part of that. Welcome to an episode of Talking to Psychologists in Cars. <laughs> there we go. This is our friend, Dr. Rick, and um, we've been working through different character strengths. And the one today is quite challenging. So I'll just tell you that off the top. Uh, and it's honesty. To be truthful. Honesty. You like the word real. Real. I really like that word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Christian Miller, who's a philosopher at Wake Forest, and uh, we've talked about as part of this series, uh, heads up what's called the Honesty Project. And it's funded by Templeton. You, you can take a look at the website. It's very interesting. One of the striking things that he writes about is in his field philosophy, over a period of 50 years outside of his team, only two journal articles were published on the on subject the topic? of yeah, the virtue of honesty. But uh, the, the flip side of that is he cites one study in our field in psychology where uh, many, many, many respondents were given a list of 60 character traits, creativity, kindness, gentleness, um, humor, and so. And then they were asked three questions. Um, what do you like most in another person? And what do you respect most in another person? And then the third one is, what would you most want to know about somebody else? The number one answer to all three questions was honest. Honesty. Even is though there's a, very little research. Is this an honest person? Um, so as a clinician, you see people all the time. Um, they tell you maybe the truth about their lives. They tell you about their relationships. How does honesty fit into all that? And why is it so hard for us? You know, that research piece does resonate with me when I think of, uh, I, we probably have talked about this before. I'm ask you to pull your head in this yeah. way a little bit just that, so everybody can see. That it. intimacy to me is a matter of knowing and being known. So it kind of comports mm. with what you just said that people, and, and in, in my practice, I would say the way honesty comes up the most often is in its counterpart, dishonesty. Mm. Um, so when people are not truthful, and that's a big theme in relationships, friendships, business, teams, uh, marriages. Um, when there's dishonesty, you know, the, the, uh, you know, maybe the main way of, of uh, talking about that would be like an affair when yeah. there's an affair. Um, and I've long felt like the main point of pain when the trust is violated at an extreme level like that, the main point of pain is deception. Hmm. When I think I know one thing uh, about somebody and then I learn that something completely different is the case, that is so profoundly disorienting. And it can be in a small way or in a large way, hmm. but um, that it's really hard to recover. And, you know, a lot of people cannot recover from uh, that kind of betrayal uh, or dishonesty. Because it gets that do I actually know reality? Like if I thought this yeah. was bedrock and I find out you're not faithful, then, then what is real? And to repair that hmm. can take just, it, it's possible. I have a lot of really wonderful stories, John, uh, being a counselor of people being able to repair a rift that profound and that deep, hmm. but it's the dishonesty, the deception that is the hardest thing to overcome. And, and then trying to build practices that enable uh, a, 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 a relationship to recover from that, which often means sort of micro attention to honesty. Where are you? Um, you know, people will use their phone trackers and that sort of thing to verify trust and verify. Um, so there's ways of kind of going after that. 
But, you know, thinking about the forgiveness character trait that you yep. talked about, that's also obviously profound. You have to have a template inside a capacity to be able to forgive someone uh, for being dishonest. But a real and good relationship, and I think of even my friendship with you, um, that it's increasingly over the years become more and more real, not mm. that it was dishonest, but the more real, the more honest. And I suppose if I think about that honesty in relationship, especially around flaws yeah. uh, and, you know, problem characteristics, yep. uh, it's endearing. It makes you feel close. It makes well, me feel close to somebody. I, I have to fight a lot because I don't want anybody to think that I have flaws or... <laughs> well, um, Did I just let some cat out of the bag here? <laughs> Darn. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the screen. Um, I, I was thinking as you were talking, as Christian Miller describes an honest person, it's very challenging. He says uh, it's different. Uh, doing an honest act is different than being an honest person. If a, a shopkeeper doesn't cheat their customers on prices when they could, but the reason that they're doing it is because they think they might lose business. That's not the mark of a truly honest person. So it's not just doing the honest thing. It's doing it for a good reason. For the right reason. And then he also says, this is so interesting to me. This gets to what you were saying. Uh, an honest person isn't just somebody who is honest to another person. Um, they seek to be honest with themselves. And so they constantly step back and say, what do I believe? What do I think is true? And does it measure up? So, um, yeah. for instance, with faith, I can think about growing up where uh, faith was a strong value of people that might say, I'm not going to read that book because I'm afraid if I read it, it would damage my faith. And what that says then really is I'm not fully committed to the truth because I'm afraid if I really found out the truth, then I would have to change my mind about yeah. something and I don't want to have to change my mind. So I'm not going to look at the truth. So um, honesty doesn't even begin really, he says, with other people. It, it begins looking at myself. Yes. And I'm sad to say, even in therapy, even in counseling, people often take a long time. And obviously, that's going to lead to truth and lead to growth, to be honest with yourself to start with. But that sometimes is... You know, you were telling me, we were talking a little bit earlier about the four ways of being dishonest. Remind me what those were. Misleading um, was one. Yeah, they're that, actually... That was so interesting. He has five yeah. categories. Five categories. Um, one of them is when you lie. That's pretty so obvious. Straight lie. But yeah. another one is misleading. Um you know, uh, yep, I went bowling with the guys tonight, and that may be true, but I might have done something else where I'm not actually telling a lie, but I'm not telling the whole truth. Yeah, yeah. So then it's possible to mislead. I read that book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yeah. yep. I know yeah. that book. Or just you kind of nod, and, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it could just be I've seen that book. Um, <laughs> um, stealing. Um you know, somebody is going and I take the food from their plate, to take a small example. Yeah. yeah. Um, honoring somebody's property. Um, cheating. And very painful for me is just thinking in the past on a test in school or playing tennis where uh, I have memories of doing that. It's like, man, I, I wish I had that to do over again. I know that's not the person that I want to be, but that's in me. Yeah. Um, and then um, honoring promises and uh, doing what you say you're going to do, what you promise. We to were do. just talking yeah. about uh, uh, our oldest child, Laura, is a J on the Myers-Briggs, if you know that, I'm a P. And so what will feel like an idea to me will be a promise to her. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we just had a conversation about that yesterday because I had said something and, and then wanted to change it. And it's like, nope, that's not honoring a commitment. I need to do that. Yeah. 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 So, um, 
when people come and see you as clients, how do you know they're telling you the truth? Well, it's a little humbling to think about that and almost embarrassing that sometimes people will come and obviously I'll set the therapy up as this is a place where we roll our shirt sleeves up and say anything. And your job is to not care at all about what I think, but to lay it out as honestly and truthfully as you possibly can. So that's a well-practiced speech with me. But mm. I mean, I had a case recently where somebody, it turns out, had had an affair right in the middle of the counseling with his wife. Um, and I didn't know it and I've ultimately learned it. And, you know, I, I have kind of a thought that the truth will eventually come out and that it generally gets out and that that propels the work. And I can tell you experientially when people are dishonest and then the truth comes out, the growth happens much more rapidly and much more profoundly. It's, so. it's very interesting. Again, Christian Miller, the honesty project, um, finds when it comes to honesty, what's true with other character issues also, which is, um, the basic question, how good is our character? The basic answer is not very good. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, for example, if people, um, have to solve math problems and then they're able to cheat and get away with it, their scores got almost twice as good. Wow. Um, well, that's or convicting, but wow. with a coin flip, if they get a little reward every time it comes up heads and they could cheat and get away with it, 63% of the time it comes up heads. And if they're <laughs> warned, if they're warned, please be honest, it's 62%. Oh my God. So it's, the point is, um, we usually don't tell lies that are so outrageous that we'd have to think of ourselves as liars. Yeah. Remember the old Jim Carrey movie, Liar, Liar? Liar, Liar. Yeah. Uh, so oh, that was a great movie. <laughs> but I'm willing to stretch it enough if I get away with it. And that's most of us. Most of us are not deeply honest. Yeah. So one thought, what's one thing somebody could do today that's watching this to help them grow in the direction of honesty? You know, my first thought yeah. is think of something that someone close to you needs to hear. Mm. Uh, and tell them something that's true and helpful, but probably not something that they want to hear. Mm. And I know everybody listening has somebody yeah. in their life that they could do that with. Yeah. Just to practice. This would be one of those character things that if we're not naturally that honest, and that is just all that research that you... It's frightening yeah. in a way, yeah. but I know it's true. No, it's really... I know it's true, it's and great, it's convicting. Great suggestion. Um, so, so Nancy, I'll be home in a few minutes. No, that was a lie. <laughs> that was a lie. Change is coming today. Hey, it's Tim. I'm the producer here at Become New. I wanted to let you know if you'd like more resources or teaching from John, you can find it at our website, becomenew.com. Also, if you'd like to receive a text alert or the daily email that goes along with each video, let us know at becomenew.com slash subscribe. Lastly, if you need prayer, we'd love to pray for you. There's a group of us who meet each weekday, Monday through Friday, to pray over requests that are sent in from listeners. And so you can text us your prayer requests at the number 855-888-0444. We'll catch you next time.